Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the UFTA Podcast. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. We're happy to be with you, as always. Uh, season 3, episode 27. Yep. So we're going to keep this thing rolling, rocking and rolling all the way through. Uh, we are happy to have you all listening. We've had uh, a few moments lately for, from our uh, day-to-day lives uh, where people have acknowledged the podcast mm-hmm. and how, like, like, two or three people just this week that have not mentioned before like how much they appreciate it and how much they just kind of stumbled upon it and started like really listening so I'm happy to have like those conversations it's really cool to hear them but also that we have enough episodes on here that people can keep diving into and they don't just get like one or two right yeah. they, they can keep searching for more I mean we're on like 60 ish mm-hmm. somewhere in there um, so it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool and I think you were introduced the other day yesterday as Oh my gosh, this is Emily from the podcast. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am I am from the podcast. Like, yeah. I guess I've never really thought of like, I mean, that's not the main thing we do, right? So I don't really think of it as like, it's the second from the podcast, but yeah. we've done like, to your point, so many of them that like, yeah, maybe we are like from the podcast now. Yeah, I don't, it's a new client of ours, a new member of ours. And there was one other lady maybe a month or two ago that I don't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but that was, it was for sure the second like new person. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, like the podcast. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. We're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, anyways, today we're talking about the easiest or the simplest recovery tool. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know of, of, of longtime listeners, first time listeners, we are here to deliver the surprisingly fresh take on this topic, on every topic, and sometimes it is, uh, most of the time it's probably something you didn't expect, which is exactly exactly how this podcast started, and today it's probably a little bit more of a slap in the face than anything else, and we're happy to deliver it. Yeah. Metaphorically. Right. Well, I think it's, it's going to, and maybe we just dive right into it, but I think to lead it up a little bit more something we do every day, we should be doing more, we should be paying more attention to, and oftentimes we just kind of take for granted. We've done episodes, this is not the answer to the question, but we've done episodes on breathing in the past where the power of that really yields into so many aspects of life. And I would argue this simplest recovery tool that we aren't paying enough attention to falls hand in hand with that. Um, as well, right? It just extends into so much of our lives, and yet we try to avoid it. And a newsflash, breathing is probably still just going through some continuing education pieces this week. Breathing is probably still the, uh, it, it's it's still probably the, 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 like the number one thing we can do to just help our body overall feel better and move better, um, and correctly, like mm-hmm. correct breathing. But I think there's still a more powerful impact than even I have thought about it after some continuing ed stuff this week that I can put into words or context yet because I'm still wrapping my head around, oh, 
Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 I'm still lost, right? Because yeah. it's it, it opened up a door that I've never really been. It was closed before, and now, or the upper upper limit. Um, and now I'm kind of breaking through that, thinking like, oh, what else is possible here? Mm-hmm. So breathing, like, look back in that episode. Couldn't tell you what episode number it is. Not a clue. Yeah. I'm sure it was called breathing something. Something breathing. Yeah. Or oh, the just... two the two rules of breathing. We did a two part episode. There the you first go. one was the two rules of breathing. Um, and then the second one was the next one. We did them back-to-back weeks. Yeah. So you can check those out. Yeah, just type in breathing in the search panel, at least on the website, and it should mm-hmm. pop up really quick. But um, anywho, going back in today's topic, I think the big thing is recovery and regeneration have been a buzzword in the fitness industry, I don't know, maybe five, six years, like pretty pretty strong through mm-hmm. that. I've valued it beforehand. I've always valued that if our, if our training program is going to be, like if our strength program and training program is going to be that difficult, the, the training or the recovery, sorry, needs to needs to match it like we can't just up our intensity through work and output and not have it matched with how we're recovering Mm -hmm. so what are the ways for our listeners what are the three big parts of recovery yeah um i think when it comes to recovery i mean the biggest one is going to be sleep right we're getting in hours we'll go into each one of these in detail diet or nutrition gonna be number two and really, these are like one, one, and one across the board, not even like focusing one, two, three. So we have sleep, diet, and then stress playing into that as well. So we kind of have those big three tools all coming together in terms of our overall body recovery. Um, starting from kind of the top with sleep, we take it for granted. We try not to sleep. We wear, you know, working spending time staying awake watching netflix as like a badge of honor of like how late can i stay up when we really should be shutting it down and going to bed and getting seven to nine hours of sleep like i know we've done episodes on sleep previously Mm -hmm. um and all the just the general benefits of that but really using it to take an active control over your recovery and really steer your recovery in the way you want to go Mm -hmm. instead of just letting it happen to you it's it's I think you nailed it right there. Like they're getting more in the driver's seat, they're taking more control, they're applying mm-hmm. like they're intentional about their recovery and they know they need to prioritize it. Mm-hmm. Where I think some people think, Well, I'll just recover during my sleep mm-hmm. but they don't account for wow, I've been saying that for five years. Wow, I did a couple big workouts this week. Yeah, work was pretty stressful. Yeah, family life was, was pretty stressful. I actually didn't sleep well the other night. So they're just thinking that their normal sleep schedule will take care of it. And it potentially could, but if they're, if they're going to stay up until 10, 30, 11, 11, 30, and then getting up at 5, 5, 36, they're, they're probably not sleeping that full six to seven hours anyway. Right. Even though they say they do, right? It's, it's the person that's in the golf course, the person that says, like, how far do you drive it? Oh, I usually hit, like, 320. So, okay, you probably hit actually like 260, right? Oh, I sleep seven hours. So you probably sleep five or six, right? We, we yeah. just know that. T- time in bed and sleep are not the same. No. Right? So when we're looking to take back and like implement some of these strategies and take control over our sleep, like Jordan was saying, sometimes just relying on like our normal quote unquote sleep pattern just isn't going to be enough. We mm-hmm. have to look at where can we pull the levers 
to improve our sleep quality. 100%. Right? Do we need to go to bed earlier? Do we need to spend more time in bed? Do we need to shut screens down? Yes. What is our yes. eating? Yes. Right? <laughs> Rhetorical Sorry, questions, what? but yes. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Just continuous slaps in the face, <laughs> like Jordan was saying at the start. But taking inventory of those things and not just letting it be like, ah, I just have poor sleep. It just is what it is. If you listen a few episodes back, like we're not big fans of that saying. Mm -hmm. Where can we start to change and improve and take back that control over our recovery so that we're driving that recovery most efficiently where we want to be so that we can do the big workouts, so that we can take on more. Yeah. As if, if we make this more sleep specific, which I think we might probably focus on at the end here, just because mm-hmm. people are sick of us talking about how good they should be eating and stress is like this weird one that people don't like to be told that they're stressed out. So we'll just let people bask in that for a while until they're ready. But if we do this other piece right, mm-hmm. it should help with the other two. Before we dive into that sleep component, thinking about it from everybody else, the recovery standpoint, like M was saying, diet, sleep, and stress management, okay? The ultimate scenario of how you do better on your recovery and your regeneration has to be impacted by all three. Mm-hmm. If you take a melatonin to help you fall asleep, but you ate like shit that day, and you're not handling and managing your stress well, you think that that's doing better in your sleep, and maybe it is, even though the long-term research search shows that melatonin is bad for our sleep. We'll talk about that in another episode. Um, You still didn't maximize your recovery because of the other things, right? So it's a chicken and the egg thing through all of this. I got stressed in the day, so then I finally got a chance to unwind and de-stress at 7.30 at night, so I decided to down my bottle of wine and smash a bag of chips. That's that's usually what comes out of it. Uh, Or have my sweets, have my candy, whatever, whatever it is, my vices. Well, and then we think about that and if the alcohol is ever involved we know regardless of melatonin or cbd or whatever sleep other aid that you use that when alcohol is involved before bed your sleep quality does drop mm-hmm. it, it's proven research time and time again amount of alcohol also impacts that as well so we, we, we can we can keep peeling this back and we're not going to keep doing that to continuous like at some point you're just going to feel like this whole episode is just a continuous slap in the face we want to get the point across that you have an ability to take control of this, but you have to be intentional of how you want it to. <laughs> Going through all of those areas, we're going to try to focus just on sleep. Because when it comes down to it, no foam rolling, no melatonin, no Normatec, no red light, no massage gun, no lacrosse ball, no stretching, no mobility work can be as powerful and as good for you, nor matters at all if your sleep is shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's the down to the barrel, like bottom of the bottle, bottom of the barrel, God's honest truth. So you have to prioritize the sleep first if you want all of those other things to even work. If you want supplements to do their job, you should probably be in optimal health or can taking action around them. Otherwise, supplements don't fix a bad diet. Supplements don't fix a poor workout program. Supplements don't fix these other things sleep won't matter all these other things won't matter if sleep's not where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. so we're talking about this episode here to prioritize sleep first if, if anything if you want to have more energy and you want your body to regenerate and recover faster mm-hmm. pretty simple I, I mean i think that says it all right and i think it's easy to get like 
oh, I need to do, like, we live in a world of, like, I need to do more, I need to do better, I need to do different, Mm -hmm. when really we just need to take a step back and say, like, wait a minute, like, my sleep's not in line. Like, I might not need Normatec or an hour of stretching or so much mobility work that you can't even fit it into the day, right? We might need to do less, and it might not, yes, maybe less mobility work and less of that, but also less of the stuff that is interrupting our sleep, less of the screens before bed, less of the eating late at night, less of all of that kind of stuff to improve the sleep and put effort towards that. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes it's just so simple that we don't put as much emphasis on it as we should. Yeah. Right? It's almost overlooked to be like, ah, like I could sleep more or I could do this fun whatever mobility workout. Right? And it's like, well, you could, but not gonna make it for it it, it will help but it, mm-hmm. like a little bit but it's not doing what you think it would and it's almost a placebo effect in that in that constraint right it, right it probably most of it probably is like like everything else but if you want to truly maximize this and and reach your optimal level of this and, and true potential of all this you have to be intentional about the sleep and get that consistent and then everything else that you do actually becomes it's now it's like adding cheat codes now mm-hmm. Normatec is like adding cheat codes, massage gun, red light. And all of these little pieces can be things that you still work on to help you stay more compliant, to help you stay more confident and in being intentional about the sleep too. We're not saying these things don't matter, mm-hmm. but don't use Normatec or foam rolling as your sole goal of how you recover and leave sleep off the table. For sure, right? And you had talked, you mentioned something earlier about like, oh, we've said that for the past, like someone saying something for the past X amount of years, a lot of times those things can be like more of a short term thing. And then sleep, we can use to keep that feeling better long term, right? Like long term change of tissues, long term regeneration, muscle growth, strength improvements. I mean, any number of things we think fat loss, most of that doesn't happen during a workout. It happens when we're not working out. So a lot of those big long-term things really take a lot of work from the sleep side mm-hmm. to make them long-term instead of just really focusing on those short-term improvements like a stretch will feel good in the moment. But yeah. long-term might not have as much of an effect, probably will not have as much of an effect as just consistently quality sleep. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing here, guys. Like It's, it's the easiest way to help recovery long-term honestly short term too Mm -hmm. and it will truly get the effects of everything else in it Mm -hmm. like like i love norman to like i will i will try to use them the rest of my life like that's how much i love them i've never felt better for the most part and recovered faster than now using red light three to four times a week i also staying hydrated and mobility work like my like even my chiropractor was noted like, wow, your, your body's much better X, Y, Z. And I've been a little bit more attention on all these things. But the ultimate thing is I've been better at making sure my sleep's been staying there. I'm working on better nutrition as well. Uh, I'm adding in these recovery pieces, these recovery tools. Like I'm, I'm working on all three, but the other two won't work as well from a recovery regeneration standpoint. If sleep isn't good, like even if nutrition is perfect and if you're looking to help recover faster, do all those things, sleep will trash all of it from, from again, strictly speaking, recovery, regeneration standpoint. I don't want our people to get it twisted, our listeners to get it twisted. If you want your body to have more energy, sleep more. 
right? For sure. Like if we want to get super, 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 super simple. Priority goal is losing weight. Got to talk about nutrition, mm -hmm. okay? If you want to get stronger and feel better, got to look at strength training mobility, mm -hmm. uh, like a program, like an exercise program. If you want more energy, got to sleep. Mm -hmm. If you want to de-stress less, got to sleep. Like yep. just keep it super simple. Absolutely. And again, like those are the first levers we should be pulling, mm -hmm. right? It should be looking at those things. And when something's not working, right, whether it's a plateau in the weight loss, whether we're not seeing the strength go up wherever it is, these are also the first things we start to look at yep. in what needs to change next, right? It's not like, oh, yeah, sleep's fine. Let's move on to, you know, the next thing. We look at diet. Okay, awesome. What's stress like? What are those basic fundamental things and how can we nail those down so that we start to recover better so that we take more control over like actively regeneration in between our sessions mm -hmm. it, it's our whole goal of this episode is to try to create a little bit more intention and and bring you back down to earth when it comes to these things like these tools are great right mm -hmm. these massages are great the, so good. The, yeah. the, the, the skin scraping tools, dry needling, all those things are needed, mm -hmm. right, for specific things. But sleep still has to be there. That is how our body truly is meant to regenerate. Like our body will, in theory, we can go down a route of some very like end of the spectrum uh, professionals will say, well, your body's meant to do all those things and heal. So why don't you just let it heal? Why are you taking all these things? Why are you trying to do all those things? Why do you have all of these tools, right? Yes, but we're trying to expedite it as well. But the underlying base layer is 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 the sleep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know that there's much more that needs to be said other than potentially pay attention to your sleep and start to take this and, like, put it into action. Yep. Right? Where are you falling short? I'd refer you back to our other podcast episodes on sleep. I'll try and find those and I'll take I'll try to take those in the Perfect. notes when I put this up. Um, we did a few of them on quality of sleep and kind of importance and ways to improve sleep as yeah. well. So kind of taking some of those action steps and watching, being cautious of the day, the days and the moments when you do overlook that of like ah just sleep. Mm -hmm. I can just stretch a little bit more. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe do stretching, but also where can we improve sleep? Yeah, just so. look for the moments of it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Awesome. All that to say, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the UFTA podcast. We very much appreciate it. As always, share this episode with someone you think might need to or want to hear it. Leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, download all the things that help us to grow organically. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys.